Hello and welcome to the Wiretap Whisper podcast episode 13 presented by me, Sammy ASMR. If you're watching the podcast for the first time, this is a creator-focused podcast series where I sit down with other ASMR creators across the space and I talk to them all about their channel, their personal life and basically everything in between. And yeah, today I am joined by the lovely Carol ASMR. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> so for the for those of you guys who aren't familiar with Carol, I have a quick summary of who she is and what she's about. Carol is a uh, Spanish creator with, and I'm just going to say this, 100,000 subscribers. I'm speaking it into existence. Um, she currently <laughs> has over 250 videos on her channel. And to be precise, because I counted them all, 273. Um, she's been uploading. Um, now, this is an estimate, which will confirm. But I think for nearly three years now, which is amazing. She's, she's a veteran in this space. Um, and I normally at this point try to summarize the videos or like the style of videos that the creator, um, puts out on their channel. Um, but if you know Carol or maybe you don't, uh, she literally does anything and everything when it comes to ASMR. So she is a jack of all traits and that's what makes her amazing basically. Um, and as well as being mainly a Spanish speaking channel, she does also uh, have a English channel that is dedicated to English speaking uploads as well. Well, that's a boring summary and Carol is about to give a better one. So Carol, who are you today? Wow. Um, I thought we were ready for this uh, <laughs> question, but I'm really not. No. I think um, I'm a hopeful Carol today. I'd say that yeah i think it sounds it sounds nice enough and it sounds like mysterious not like i haven't prepared anything for it no <laughs> i like it short and sweet no we like that <laughs> um so yeah uh if you're new to the podcast basically how this works is um there's a past a present and a future section um some bits will kind of intertwine with other sections but for the most part yeah we're going to start at, from the past and work towards the future and yeah so the first thing I wanted to know was, were you actually born and raised in Spain? And if so, what was it like growing up for you? Were you like a city or like a countryside girl? And then kind of like, can you touch on like any of the cultural differences as well between Spain and like England? Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting one. Um, I was born in Malaga. So nice. uh, it's a city by the sea. So um right by the coast and um oh it was it's a city but it's um actually where i'm from it's not malaga malaga is like the big one next to it okay i'm from another one that I get you. will be amazing to hear you pronounce oh no Fuengirola. oh <laughs> <laughs> Fuengirola. so um it's a city but it's not too big so mm -hmm. it's i think the, a medium size um and it was really good and it's very beautiful and it's a very famous place for Brits to go on holidays. Holiday. Yeah. And yes. Um every summer it's just flooded by the Brits. Too many tourists. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think that's basically the first thing that got me into English, I think, is um it's a very international 
place. Yeah. Um, um, I was thinking about the differences, what you said. Uh, well, I think that in Spain we live more of a fast-paced life, more like a, but at the same time slower. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like we do all these things quicker and probably messier. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, we take our time to relax and go to the beach and everything and, you know, siesta, fiesta, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything. Yeah. So, um, and uh, I don't know. I've just noticed that um, I really like it in England, by the way. I know it's going to sound bad, but it's not. No, that sounds good. <laughs> I really like it in England. <laughs> And English people, um, but I found that they're like more uh, closed, like they're not that open as yeah. Spanish people, like what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely. But they just they just take a little bit more time. I think they're just like shy, I would yeah. say, compared to Spanish people. Yeah, um, it's funny you say <laughs> that about uh, definitely about the pace of things as well. I had um, Maya ASMR on a couple of episodes ago. Um, and obviously mm-hmm. she's from Portugal and it's kind of the same type of things that she was talking about as well. Um, it just seems like, cause I've been to, I've been on holiday myself to both Spain and Portugal and things seem a just a bit more like close knit, like community orientated a bit more in, in them countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, yeah, people in the UK take a, just a little bit more to get them out the shells. Um, yeah. but it's, it's, <laughs> it's good that you're complimenting it. Um, and we'll definitely get onto like a bit more of that stuff. Um, but I kind of wanted to know, like, obviously growing up in Spain, did you know mm-hmm. what you wanted to be growing up? Did you, um, did you study, like, did you go to university and stuff or not? I did. Um, okay. actually, um, I did take the wrong path. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds weird and bad. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. It sounds ominous. I like that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I lived in the streets. No, um, <laughs> I mean that, um. I did went to university, but I studied something that um, I studied English philology. Literally, I studied English. That was my oh, okay. my degree. Um, but um, I should have studied um, something more like uh, dramatic arts because I always wanted to be an actress. Mm-hmm. But then I was in that time of my life that I was listening to everyone around me except myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that you do when you are a teenager. Yeah. So uh, I didn't do it. Uh, so yeah. So did I you study English? Uh, yeah. Was that kind of like, as like you say, people were influenced, and that was that was that driven a lot by like your parents and stuff like that? Were they were they the type of parents to be like, okay, this is what you need to do? Or? Mm, not really. Like my parents have never been like, you need to do this, and you're going to do this, and okay. never like that. That's good. But they were obviously concerned about my future, but they were like, you can study whatever you want. But all the people, you know, like parents or friends and all the friends, you know, those kind of comments about, oh, you're not going to go get anywhere doing that or something like that. So it's like, well, what if they're right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. And I, I think with people I grew up in England as well, it's the same thing. You know, if you if you say that you kind of want to do like a, a career in arts or drama or anything mm. like that, it's like, you know, these adults, it just like sets alarm bells off in their head and they're like, oh, oh no, God. like you can't do this. Um, and it, and yeah. I think that sucks, really. I think you should just follow what you're passionate about um, and that way you'll just be happy. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a shame that you didn't get to do it. 
have you have <laughs> <laughs> you like do you still like try to explore like that side of things do you go to like oh, any drama classes yeah. or anything like that yeah yeah totally yeah um i did try to retake it a few times um in life and there was always something getting in the middle so i didn't get to do it like full time mm -hmm. um but now i'm checking into um doing it here in england so yeah. probably maybe 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 next year um i'll go to uni like um i'll be great major again yeah <laughs> it's going to be interesting yeah definitely for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you actually how did you actually come about moving to the uk can you tell me about like that type like that process how that went down well um spain is amazing um but everyone thinks so because they always go on holidays you never you don't get the true um, spain yeah you don't go there to work and the few actually um english people or or british people that i know um from back in when i was in spain um they they really get like i don't know like like cold watch over their heads when they spend a few months over there because mm -hmm. the work life situation is not really good um i don't know it's everything like very illegal <laughs> like you work um thousand hours they don't pay you for extra hours um they fire you without um you know um a reason yeah and there's like all these things that are awful like and at some point i was like i remember i was turning 24 and i had like a like a 25 or 30s crisis you know like what am i doing with my with my life where am i going i was like oh, coming mm -hmm. into the false 30s crisis like i'm not where uh i wanted to be but i was 24 so i was like um okay i think i need to change something and i talked to my partner and and i was like i think we need to move to england and he's um english so it was very easy for him oh, okay. um yeah so he so, so moved from the uk to spain to work and then that's how you met no no oh. not at all he was born in spain um uh, oh, okay. but both his uh his parents are promise ah. oh, okay <laughs> so so um and he went to an english school there like an international school i don't know there are thousands because there's people from uh, basically everywhere yeah. but mainly um british um so he was there all his life but then he went to uh, england to do his um uni to went to uni yeah and that's when he came back how we met. i don't know what i'm t talking about jay but <laughs> jay i'm talking about you you're welcome <laughs> um but yeah uh so i talked to him and i was like i told him about my um, panic attacks and how anxious i was and that i hated my job and he was hating his job mm -hmm. because we were treated so badly and i would not what i was saying um so we decided that and he has some family here so we came and we stay with uh at first with some family of his yeah and obviously by the sound of things it's definitely like a, a better situation and stuff and like a better environment for you work, guys work wise it is -wise, um, the it first is. year it was tough because mm -hmm um birmingham um the southest of the spain <laughs> yeah, so um, that it. lack of vitamin d and actually a clear sky or, <laughs> it's difficult to get adjusted you know <laughs> yeah yeah i can imagine 
<laughs> yeah, totally. It was, it was, but well, uh, I survived. Yeah. <laughs> You're still a bit paler. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. yes. Well, I, I'm getting some sun now. I'm getting some sun now. <laughs> yeah. We're in the summer months, so <laughs> it's tanning yeah. season. Yeah. You've got to get totally. every, you got to get every ray. Um, every time there's like a bit of a ray of sun, I'm, I'm outside in the, in the garden, like I'm here hit me yeah <laughs> so i don't oh. you're sitting there with all these different mirrors trying to... <laughs> <laughs> totally. um okay so it's kind of hard to look at your channel um and i always notice this um so it says your channel started in 2008 which i know doesn't mean that you started uploading in 2008 no, that means no. though that you were a big youtube fan because obviously you, you know 2008 is pretty early on for youtube um, is, so yeah, I want to kind of, I, I want to explore that part first before we talk about ASMR. Did you, I'm guessing you were a massive YouTube fan, right? Cause obviously you've been, you've been on the platform since 2008. And what, um, yeah, it was more because I used it for music oh, okay. than actual videos. I mean, um, yeah, I used to watch ASDF movie and stuff like that. Videos, like funny videos like that, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was more because I, I used to do like playlists and music and oh, i cool. always enjoyed editing uh -huh. like the what i love the most about like the process of making an asmr video is the editing part yeah it's funny but it is because uh, i'm like i don't i'm not stressing of how i look or what i'm doing or if it's relaxing enough you know i'm just editing and yeah. if i don't like something i clip it up <laughs> so um by that time 2008 i created a video lyrics so i had this song from tony bennett it's called the way you look tonight okay and <laughs> i made like a lyrics and he gave me and he got like a, a one one million views oh my gosh i think so it was it was it made no sense i mean over like eight years yeah but like, it was like I checked one like once like after five years or something like that I never even looked at it <laughs> and I was like what happened there I bet that was a big shock yeah and I had like 500 subscribers and I was like oh maybe I should do something and that's how I started I was like oh maybe I should do something with this account maybe I should um do something on YouTube I don't know <laughs> and I didn't know what I wanted to do obviously but yeah um... after a while yeah yeah, because I think most people, when I talk about that, it's kind of like, because I think in the early days, most people went on YouTube for kind of like comedy sketch videos and just, just mm. comedy videos in general. Maybe like um, uh, there's a there's a program in the UK, in the UK called You've Been Framed. Uh, I don't mm. know if you've seen that before. No, I haven't. But it's like home videos of people doing like stupid things. And like oh, that was gosh. that was what YouTube was for me back then. Um, so but it's interesting to see that other side of things, how you kind of used it for music. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess at that point, so you've, you've been on YouTube since 2008. At what mm -hmm. point did you come across ASMR? Can you remember that first experience and remember that first video that you watched? Um, well, my family's Argentinian. Oh my goodness. This is going to be a long story. My family's Argentinian, right? Mm. And there was this big crisis in 2007, and it was still on in 2012. So I came to live in England, and I worked as an au pair um, for six months, but the family was awful, so I came back. I tried to work in Spain. It went bad. I went to Argentina with my parents. Um, wow. Yeah, 2013, that was. 
And when I came back, because I made the impossible to, uh, um, you know, save money and to be able to come back to Spain because I didn't want to live in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother um, showed me one day, the um, talked to me about ASMR because I was having trouble in sleeping because I was very stressed and everything. And, and I was like, oh, people are whisper to you, that's... That's creepy. Why? <laughs> oh, he was like, like he was like really into it, and, and he's not someone. I don't know. It was something that I should take seriously because because it was coming from him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. But I remember just using it like once in a while. Um, I remember watching some um videos from ASMR psychist, like um. ASMR for those who can get tingles. Yeah. It's a very big one of his. Um, and I remember that I didn't like Chibi. <laughs> I remember coming across her videos and I was like, oh, she talks too fast. <laughs> and I didn't like it. Now I'm such a huge fan. It was like, forgive I, me. I have forgive the, me, goddess. <laughs> you've, well, you've, you've helped me with my clickbait title. Now I can, I can title it Carol ASMR totally. Hates on Juby. <laughs> Yeah, totally. You can totally use that. I mean, <laughs> I didn't hate on her, but I, I no, remember no, just, no. you know, like when you're scrolling and checking videos out when you just want to sleep and you're like, I was like, no, not my type. No, not my type. She just keeps coming up because she's like so popular. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God, she doesn't relax me. And then I found her face touching videos. That was how I fell in love with her. That's when the GB addiction started. <laughs> it started, yeah, really badly. So, so like you went at first from being kind of like, you know, this is weird, this is kind of creepy to like, yeah. okay, this can like help me sleep, help me calm down. Mm. Was it like, was it a mental outlet for you? Like a mental health yeah. outlet? Yeah, because I always had trouble sleeping and because when I was little, um, well, I, o- I always had um, a sleep paralysis. Oh wow! So since I was little, I was very scared of the dark mm-hmm. more than any child because I knew that if I was going to sleep, then I was going to get sleep paralysis. And in the middle of the night, I was going to open my eyes, not being able to move, and then see a shadow on the room or hear something because you're still half asleep. That's crazy. So I, will, I was like always having trouble to sleep. Yeah. Um, I don't get it as much now, thank God. <laughs> but it was very awful. Um so yeah, it was just uh, to try to sleep and to calm myself down because I'm always like very hyper. So that I don't know, I cannot just close my eyes and be like, "Okay, I'm going to sleep." No, yeah. if I'm watching something that slowly calms me down and gets me into the zone, and I'm I never really, not very often, I fall asleep to a video. I just because I want to leave my um, phone on or throw it out of the bed or something. Yeah. Um, but it gets me on that zone, so I just turn it off when I uh, when I'm in that zone. And so, do you still uh, do you still rely on like that now? I know you said this, the sleep paralysis has gotten better, but do you still mm. like do you still need ASMR at this point to 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 make you sleep? There's a problem when you work on something you love mm-hmm. and. It's that it's it and now it's more like work for me. So I do it. I try some days um to to give like I don't know, 
dedicate some nights to be like, okay, I'm listening to ASMR tonight because I loved it and I used to do it every night. Mm-hmm. And now because it reminds me, oh, I need to upload a video. Oh, I haven't talked to this person. Oh, um, I haven't replied comments in three days or something like that. Yeah. Um, it gives me more anxiety than anything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have to like take some space from it and then come back and be like, okay, I'm in a good headspace today. I'm not going to get into a panic attack or compare myself to others. So today I'm going to just enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I know what you're speaking to there. Um, it's, I, I don't think I've had it to that level. Um, but mm. I think I've had it to where I, it's weird. Like I can't watch, I haven't thought about it as to why, but I, I, I can't watch, you know, big ASMR artists that like, you know, your GBs, your freebies that I used to watch as just a viewer. I, d- I can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't watch it anymore. It's so weird. Um, and I haven't thought about why that is, but I just, I never end up watching their videos any, any, anymore. And it's, it, I mean, it kind of sucks, but like, it definitely um it's definitely similar to what you're talking about there for sure mm. um so so the next thing obviously is you know you've kind of fell in love with asmr at this point what clicked in your head to say okay i want to i want to do this myself now what was the motivations there behind starting the channel um i don't know um <laughs> let me let me go get back to 2008 <laughs> yeah um let me find the file um i just got very silly i just got like i just smile because um i don't know and i caught myself smiling at what you said um and i'm like oh i'm doing actually something that i love that's so weird to for someone you know i'm getting deep in here sorry yeah. no we're good this is, um, this is where we get deep we get emotional um yeah um but uh it was 2018 and i had decided that we were moving to uh england because we were moving in August. And around April, I got like, well, that, I don't know, beginning of the year, I got like really into Sophie Michelle. Um, my big loves of ASMR are gentle whispering mm-hmm. and Sophie Michelle, um, because she seems like so vulnerable in her videos. She opened herself to, to strangers and she's so delicate. Yeah. And I was like, I had always that, like that thought in the back of my head uh, about what should I do with this YouTube channel? I could actually do something, but I never, I don't know, never thought. <sighs> the problem is that I thought that YouTubers were these selfish, stupid people that make just, they hit their heads for likes. Mm-hmm. In that time, at that time, not now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was like, I don't want to be a YouTuber. Uh, you know, and then, yeah, it was like, oh, those idiots, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I, I would really like to show myself from that, from that time, uh, you know, like, Just my channel up now, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you are one, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I was watching one of her videos one night, and then I was like, oh my god, I could make a YouTube channel you that this. is literally about helping people sleep. Like that's so wholesome. It is, yeah. I was like, that that I should totally do that, um, and that's how. So it's, it's uh, Sophie Michelle's uh, fault. Yeah, <laughs> no, we love Sophie Michelle, a fellow UK ASMRist as well, and she's on the waiting list for this. I gotta get her on soon. 
Um, oh yes. But did you? I always ask this question, and I and I don't expect people to say that they do. But did you have any early expectations going into the channel, or was it more just like you know, this is something I really love, and it sounds fun to do it myself, so I'm just going to do it and see how it goes? Or did you like? Did you set yourself any expectations? Not really, not no. that I remember. Mm. Um, I started in November 2018 and I was like, I'm going to try to build something, a community, yeah. something that I, I don't know, people that are, I don't know, like mini-me's, I suppose, like mm -hmm. someone that I can, I can talk to. Um, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get you 100,000 this year, you know, like <laughs> I never, I wanted, I, I knew that I wanted to make something serious like i wasn't doing that as a hobby you know like it wasn't like i'm just gonna do this when i'm bored and then get bored of it and leave it it was more like i want to do something serious but i know that i'm gonna have to go slowly because i have to work mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah it's time consuming did mm. you um and it's funny because my last my last three guests including you have all been um how do i say like non-english so i've I've had a, a German creator and I had Maya on who's Portuguese and obviously you Spanish. Um, did you like have a conversation with yourself before you started to say, um, and I know you, I know most of your videos were at this, at the start were like, you know, half English, half Spanish or whatever. There was like a mixture of both, but did you like talk to yourself and say, you know, I'm, I think, I think maybe I want to film them all in Spanish or I think maybe I want to film them all in English. Was that like a, was that a conversation that you had or did you just not think about that? That was more of a business um, moment of, for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, until that time, I was making mainly videos all on English, in English. Um, there was like nine out of 10 were in English and I would make like some mixtures and then in Spanish. And I was checking that the few ones that I had in Spanish were really doing well compared to the other ones. So I was like, well, 1,000 views or 10,000 views. And I was like, um, <laughs> so um, that was, um, when was that? That was um, 2020, wasn't it? I would love late 2020. Don't we love 2020? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, at the beginning of the year, I was like talking to someone that I knew back then that had a, a YouTube channel mm -hmm. and they were like, I don't know, we were talking about this and I was like, I don't know what to do because um, I know that my English speakers are not going to understand their Spanish ones. My Spanish ones don't watch the English ones. Yeah. So I have people that are not going to click on the videos as they come out because they're going to be like, well, I don't speak that language. I don't want to watch it. And that's going to hurt my channel because mm -hmm. if they don't click on it, then YouTube shows it to less people. Yeah. So I was like, well, <laughs> I'll make, I'll make like a, I think I did like a poll or something on the channel, okay. but I knew, you I knew, knew Spanish, yeah. Spanish was going to win. And then after that, I opened the English one because I watch ASMR in English. I don't yeah. watch it in Spanish. So to, I was yeah. like, but I want to do it. So I, that one is more like a hobby. Like I still have it there. I upload once a week. If I can do this um, yeah. full-time, hopefully next year, um, I'll then upload 
like more often more in the English there. channel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and and it's funny because, you know, Maya talked about the same things. We'd obviously her was Portuguese and English. Um, and obviously she's got the English channel now. Um, and I think, mm. I think in general, you know, if you look at, um, if you look at YouTube as a whole, not just ASMR, obviously there is more, uh, there's more viewers and there's more drive from your English speaking countries like, you know, UK, America, Canada. Um, but mm -hmm. I think in your case, it's probably, um, the English speaking ASMR scene is probably too saturated to the point where, um, you know, there's so much competition. Whereas with the Spanish speaking ones, I think that's where you really shine, obviously. Um, and that's probably why, you know, the, the views are higher there. Um, so I think it's smart what you've done. And I, I was going to touch on that a little bit more in the present section, because that's what I noticed, because in that section, I do like analyze your videos and see like where things started to pick up. And I was like noticing, because I wrote that down myself, that the Spanish ones were doing better. So maybe come back on that, but it's good. It's definitely good to hear. Um, and then the last question for kind of like this thing was, did anyone, um, did anyone inside the community inspire you when you were thinking about starting your own channel and then again also was there anyone outside the community that inspired you to start the channel maybe maybe your partner kind of spurred you on or you had a friend that spurred you on as well so like inside and outside um inside the community um without talking to me i mean it, i was inspired by sophie michelle right yeah to create it um when i begin i didn't know anyone Mm -hmm. um i didn't know how to connect with yeah. other people so um i ended up creating what it was called um social asmr and it was a group chat where uh all uh, many small creators we were like i don't know not even a thousand followers we were like small we were all together and growing together and like helping each other mm -hmm. and that one and that was um on for a while um so that was a really um good way to get to know some good friends that i have now like mm -hmm. Famcam, uh, i know him from there because yeah. he wanted to be part of that social asmr group chat and mm -hmm. I maya you done a, she you did a, yeah. a collab with uh Famcam, right like yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah we used to uh when i was on twitch we used to uh, play there as well it was really fun <laughs> nice. um and then and then Maya as well. Yeah. Uh she's like my ASMR bestie. Yeah. And I know her also from, from that time. So Yeah. Uh I definitely that was really inspiring. That. Mm hmm That group chat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, oh sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. Go <laughs> no, I was gonna say I just it sounds like a really lovely idea what you kind of done there. Um mm. and like you know, it's maybe something that I I need to think about doing myself because I think it's I think it's really good how you not only made friends by doing that, but you kind of all supported each other and helped each other. Cause I think if you're someone that's, um, contemplated starting a channel or in the process of it, you know, there's so much to think about and go into. And, and a lot of it, especially on the tech side of things can be definitely overwhelming. Um, mm. so I think to have that group chat there to just kind of, it's more of a safe space. Cause I think people are kind of scared to reach out to other creators and say, um, I've got this cable, but it's not quite working. Can you give me advice on this? Like that, that would be really ballsy for someone to do that. I think, cause I think there's just a notion where, you know, you don't want to bother these bigger creators. So to have that group chat there and to maybe feel safer to ask them type of things is really good. And that was kind of going to lead me on to say to you, cause I don't normally ask this, um, in this part, but do you, or how do I want to, how do I want to word it? Like, do you have any tips for people? 
who are maybe about to start out or just starting out to how do they go about um, asking other creators um, for advice and stuff like that without coming across too strong, without, you know, without, for want of a better word, like harassing them? What's the best way to do that? And should they feel safe in doing that? Yeah, um, totally. Um, I think that we put like way too much pressure on us when we are uh, contacting a bigger creator. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you get to the subscribers that they used to have when you felt like that back uh, in time. And then you're like, oh, oh, I'm I'm the same person. I'm a normal person. Mm -hmm. Like, why was I? I don't know. You just see them like a god. Yeah. So it's, yeah, but um, I think the best way to approach someone is just to be polite and nice. And if they get it, I don't know, if they take it in a bad way, well, that's their problem. That's on them. Go, to th- go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're being nice, like I'm doing this all the time because I have TingleCon. I don't know if you know about that. I and I've been approaching, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I've been like, no, this three years I've been approaching people to be part of it. And so at the beginning, I was like, I wanted to vomit. <laughs> like, oh my God, how am I going to talk to this person? Mm-hmm. But then they reply to you when they reply to you, of course. And they are so nice. And you're like, well, I don't know what I was worried about. Yeah. It's just a human being. So they, I don't know. I think people in the ASMR community tend to be nicer than in other communities. I don't know. Yeah, like, I think it- I don't know. It's like, open. it's like a double-edged sword, right? I think everyone's nicer than normal communities, but at the same time, if you're probably part of this community, it's probably because you're a little bit introverted, you're a little bit anxious, and then mm. I think that makes it just harder in the first place to to engage in them social interactions because it's just something that we struggle with. I know I, I know I struggle with. Um, I don't know if you're the same, probably you're the same as well. So, um, I'm an extrovert. Uh, are you? No, okay. <laughs> Okay, Carol's fine, then she's immune um, to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a super extrovert and I always worked like um talking to like I used to um uh how do you call it like um I used to be an efficient for weddings. Okay. Like like in a, like I used to like marry people. Yeah. Um <laughs> like like you know, like no in a city it wasn't like in a kind of charge away but like you know i know what you mean yeah, yeah i don't even so know what the word is I always, yeah <laughs> i didn't know how to say it um so i don't know i think i'm used to and i used to do drama all the time so i'm kind of used to have like a big public and talk to a big public yeah i guess yeah but yeah um i think it's this is more a community of introverts i i totally agree on that yeah and at the end of the day, I think, you know, a lot of people just maybe just don't check the DMs, um, especially mm-hmm. especially the bigger creators. Obviously, they, they probably get flooded with DMs every day. So yeah. if you send them a message and they don't reply, I wouldn't take it to heart. They probably just no. haven't seen it. Um, no. So that's what I would say on that. But mm-hmm. that kind of concludes the past. Um, and, and like I said, we might, we might go back um, and touch on stuff in the past um, as we go. But this next section is the present and like i said for this one i kind of um i try not to look at analytics and stuff like that but i i like seeing you know when people started to um started to blow up and how they kind of um 
how they kind of like adapted to to their content and to the channel and stuff like that. I think it's fascinating. And I always go right back to the start. So the first thing is you started nearly three years ago, right? I think you said November 2018. So we're getting mm-hmm. we're getting close to the the Carol three year anniversary. So we love that. Yeah. Um, is that earliest video that's currently on your channel? Is that actually your first video, or have you removed some of the earlier ones than that? That's that's my first question because I know some people do because they find it quite cringe. I have removed many videos, oh, Okay. <laughs> many because, but mainly because they were English mm-hmm. and now the channel is in Spanish. So I just, I think if there are some English in this channel, um, it's, it's, it might be just because it's one of my favorites that I've ever done probably, yeah. um, because then I uploaded many of them on my English channel just to have them like separate I noticed like, you did that. categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't know what they're going to be doing here in that. But I, yeah, the one that says, um, I think it's called something about face touching. And I'm doing like this with my hand. Yes. Yeah, so That's the first one. So that, yeah. So the first video of this up is, is titled Hand Movements and Slow Whispers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my first video ever. Yeah, it is. I left okay, it. I suppose I left first... it because okay. it's my first video. Yeah. No, I, don't, I... I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's super cringe, but I think it's nice to look back on and say, like, you know, this is where I this is where I came from. Um, and I always watch the creator's first videos and like obviously the quality for a first video, but like back then especially as well, I think it was the like the video quality was really good. Um, so was that something that you wanted to I know you. I know you're cringing, thinking obviously like your video quality now is like above and beyond. But uh, but I think I think for a first video, I think it's still good quality. Did do <laughs> did you go into it thinking like I you know I want I want it to look as as good as possible? Yeah. Yeah, I totally did. Um, I actually waited because I was in Spain. I already knew like I don't know by the beginning of the year I wanted that I wanted to open a channel and an ASMR channel. Um, but then we were moving to England, so I was like, I'm not going to have the time or the money to invest on this. So I was like, well, I moved to England and when we are, when we are settled, mm-hmm. um, I'll get into it. You and then um, my, my partner bought me the, the camera for my birthday. My birthday is in November. Um, and everything. So I think he bought it before my birthday, actually, because the video, the first video, I think it's from the 5th of November, it's from Friday night. Well, I didn't write that down, but yeah. Yeah, it's from Friday night. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, um, and I wanted a blue yeti, I knew that. I was like, I want to mm, at least try to create the type of video that I watch. So mm. a minimum of uh, of quality. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, I, I was I was definitely the same. I think I'm just very meticulous and like a perfectionist and um, I, my brain is just wired that way. Uh, and it's like, I just have to do it. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes mm-hmm. I can come across as like, oh, this guy's like arrogant, but it's like, it's not even that. It's just like, I don't want to call it OCD because it's definitely not because I know how serious I can be, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's like until it's you're happy, with, yeah, suppose, until you're happy yeah. with it, you just, you're just never going to you're never going to upload it in this case so that was that was kind of it um perfectionist <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's funny actually because i was thinking um you said about the blue yeti and i think a lot of people mm. who uh again uh, uh, who are getting into asmr think okay I, I need the blue yeti it's a classic asmr mic um 
and I, I wanted to know your opinion on, because um, I actually think that uh, the Tascam, the, well, I have a DR05X. Um, I think that's a great starting mic as well. You got it. <laughs> I, I, ha I have the 40, I think. Yeah. Uh, DR40. Because I think, I think I paid for my Blue Yeti about, I want to say like 110, 120 pounds, something like that. Um, but the Tascam mic is actually seventy-five pounds, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, I, I think if there's anyone watching um, that is thinking about starting, I think that's a really good mic to start with as well. It's 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 cheaper, um, it's it's more mobile than the Blue Yeti. You can have it plugged in, and you can just have it saving to an SD card. Um, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, and if you end up buying like a a, a really a posh um, what you call it, microphone, like a 3DO, um, mm. you can actually use the Tascam as a preamp. Um, so that yeah, saves that's you, what I used to do. <laughs> that saves you buying that as well. Uh, so yeah. if you are thinking about buying a mic to start off with, um, dive into the Blue Yeti if that's what you want to do, but also the Tascam mic's a really good mic as well, and you can just you can just hold it and, and do it. Um, just remember to uh, put your phone on airplane mode because I had so many of oh. you. <laughs> destroyed because the Tascam picks up every electric thing in the room yeah. and you just hear like bitty beep bitty beep bitty beep bitty beep on the background. <laughs> the classic. And I, I was like, are you serious? Mm. And I had to record because you know how much we love to re-record ASMR videos. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> no. Um, and then this is kind of what we already talked about, about the Spanish versus English thing, but I, I, I basically made a note to say, it looked to me like you started mainly doing English speaking um, at mm -hmm. the beginning and your Spanish videos, you were kind of, it looked like you were doing like 75%, 80% English and like the 20% Spanish. Um, but it looked to me like uh, the Spanish ones were finding more success. And I was like looking at the views, it was kind of like, okay, this video is like 1,000, this video is like 2,000, 3,000. And then you done a medical exam in Spanish and it was like 35,000, which was like a big jump up to what I've seen like previously. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, like you said, you were probably looking at them things and thinking, okay, you know, should I just do Spanish full time? Is that, that's what was going through your head, right? Like you said before. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was exactly what happened. And I started it like, I thought about what um, Gentle Whispering, what Maria does. She um, makes sometimes some videos in Russian, but it's like, the Russian version of a video she made in English. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I can do that. And I thought of doing that. But then every time that I made, you know, a Spanish video, I had so many more views. We got Ninja like, Cat. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my Ninja Cat. Um, it got so many more views. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to do it in Spanish then. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I really, I will have preferred, like if I think about it in a selfish way, um, to like carry on in English mm -hmm. because I, I don't know, I prefer it, but now I'm really getting into um, the Spanish community and, yeah. and it's different. I don't yeah. know. It's just a different world. Different feel. Really. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the great thing about listening to ASMR where it's a language that you don't know, you can kind of see it as well as like, it's like an audible whispers, right? You don't know what they're saying. So if you're a fan of an audible whispers, I think listening to a different language is really good. Um, I actually yeah. listen to a lot of Russian channels because mm -hmm. I find Russian like really, really like relaxing to listen to. 
Um, and um, I think that's I think that's a really good thing as well. Uh, the next thing I stumbled across was, and we've already st- spoke about her so much. I think that just tells how tells you how amazing she is. You done a Q and A video with with Maya, and obviously you're both really good friends. I wanted to know like how how did you guys like end up meeting in the first place? Well, um, all it started because um, Famcam actually asked me, "Come, we add this girl to the group chat," and it was the early beginnings. And I was like, yeah, of course. And and that's how we started, like, knowing each other. Um, mm-hmm. But then we really, I don't know, there was some, I think it was because, I can't remember actually why we were like, we're going to meet. But we did that. I don't know why. I can't remember why we decided. I need to ask her. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we, we decided um, that we were going to meet um, in London. So we are like close from each side, like I'm coming from north, she's coming from the south. Yeah. So we met in the middle and we went to Hyde Park and we had this amazing day. That it was so sunny and so warm in September. Mm-hmm. And we had an amazing day. I thought it was going to be awkward and all year and that, I don't know. I was like, what if she's, I don't know, we don't get along. Yeah. Like, am I going like to? A... The... But it was like a first um, date when you guys have like been like totally, long distance. Totally. And I was like, uh, another time I had blue hair. So I was like, you can, you, you, you can search for blue hair. It was like, it's that kind of thing. Like I'm wearing a, a, a rose uh, or something, you know, like this kind of weird yeah. thing from films. <laughs> it was like quite, it was romantic. And um, <laughs> yeah. And I really, we really hit it off together. And that's, I think that's when we actually started being friends when we met. Because then we carry on talking a lot and and talking about meeting again and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but we didn't meet each other until March from the next 2020. Wow. <laughs> Just before everything went down. Literally the weekend before. Oh, wow. We were supposed to go to Atlas house to Ollie's uh, like two weeks after we met. And we never been able to do it mm-hmm. because... Different days. COVID. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it, it, I, it's easy to know why you've got along with Maya so well. Um, I, you know, I've spoke to her a little bit for ASMR and I've done a podcast with her. Um, and she she's so lovely and so kind and sweet. Um, so yeah, shout out her. We'll try not to talk about Maya anymore. So if you're watching <laughs> Maya, your head's probably exploded at this point because <laughs> we've just showered you with and compliments. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's um, my it's my bromance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so then so then kind of after that video you know i i I seen like the the views kind of went down a little bit again and i was kind of looking for like the next spike um and basically you've done two uh girlfriend comforting you videos back to back one had eighty three thousand views one had fifty one thousand views um and again your previous highest was the one we just talked about the thirty five thousand um, and it, obviously it was your two biggest videos up until that point. Why did you think that them ones done so well and kind of like spiked like they did? Because I think, I, I can't remember, but there was probably, you'd probably maybe done about 30, 40 videos at that point, somewhere around there. What did you think about, like, yeah, why do you think them ones in particular spiked the way they, they did? What What was it about them? I know this is hard because <laughs> Don't I don't know, mate. It's um, it's YouTube. It's it's wild out there. Mm-hmm. It's wild. They just caught fire. Um, if you want to be a YouTuber, really think about it. 
like sit down and talk to yourself <laughs> because it's wild. Um, you think that you're getting to know your channel and, and understanding what works and what doesn't. And then you upload a video that you think is going to explode and be, or at least do well. And mm -hmm. then it flops and you're like, what? Yeah. Why? So I think uh, because it was obviously it was 2008, no, 2019. And obviously uh, medical role plays were like going nuts everywhere. So I think that's why. Uh, and obviously I suppose there weren't that many in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I was I was really into the role play. Like I don't know. I always think that because in Spanish or other languages, um, ASMR started later. Um, it's more like um, we're like catching up. You know, like I can see it going through the same waves as the English one. Yeah. And it was like I don't know. If they were catching up with it with the obviously the medical role plays. Yeah. And obviously everyone was being like very lo-fi in Spanish by that time, I think. But, but I mean, at least the ones I knew. And I don't know, doing obviously something like an actual role play with props and stuff. It was like different. Mm -hmm. And the girlfriend videos, I remember doing one at the beginning. Like taking care of you while you're sick or something like that. Yeah. And I did in English and Spanish. And they did really well. Um, I suppose it's also because it was the girlfriend role plays were like a like a new thing, mm -hmm. so everyone was doing them, and it was just getting flooded. Yeah, girlfriend videos. <laughs> yeah, I just everyone wants everyone wants Carol to be their girlfriend. Basically, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, I'm uh, way more annoying than what he looks in the video. Don't don't believe me. No, I can't. I can't imagine. <laughs> Um, the, I did actually write down that that had been, I think, one and a half years, them two videos, the girlfriend ones, since you started uploading. So maybe okay. maybe that's a typo, <laughs> maybe that's a typo, but maybe it's not. You have been going for three years. So I think yeah. I think that <clears throat> that really, um, you know, it showed that you uh, you kept going for so long and so long because you didn't you didn't have these videos that spiked because I think. Um, I think if you, you know, if I compare myself to, to you back then, um, I'm still under a year. Um, I think my best video has got like 15,000 views. So your best video before them two had, uh, 35,000, which is obviously more, but you know, it was kind of like similar. Um, as long as you enjoy it, you know, just keep going, keep going, putting out that content that you like, you know, the stuff that you're passionate about. And then, you know. In, in your case, it, it took like a good year and a half to finally, you know, get some traction. So, um, you know, sometimes I think all creators beat themselves up about numbers and stuff like that and kind of devalue who they are and, and what their channel is, uh, especially me. Um, so it's, so. You're an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to word this because I don't want to, I don't want to downplay you at the same time. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, yeah, totally. but I think, I think just be patient and I think, I think that your time will come as long as you're, as long as you're passionate. Um, and it, and it eventually yeah. did. Um, and then you're doing a, funnily enough, an Argent, 
Argentinian whispers video. Argentinian, Argentine, one of them too. I, I, I say Argentinian, but I heard people say in Argentine. I was like... Argent, Argentine. Um, that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and that one has um, 158,000 views, which obviously is a big step up um, at that point. And it was your first video to pass six figures. Um <laughs> and I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the Spanish speaking people just love some Carol ASMR in their life. And, and clearly, they, <laughs> clearly they did. Um, <laughs> and then, and then I guess at that point, you know, seeing that it was kind of just for you. Okay. I need to just make more of the same of these um, Argentinian Spanish videos and just, just keep going from there. And that was that, that was probably how it went. Yeah, um, by that time, I mean, early 2020, that's when I started seeing this like a proper business, like a proper job. Yeah, probably. can you remember how many I, subscribers you had around that time, just out of curiosity, or is that is that a hard thing to recall? Um, just out of interest. Because that video... 15k? 12k? Yeah, because I think so. Because yeah. um, there was them two girlfriend company videos, which are like one after the other, and then I think there was two or three more videos, and then that one that was 158k. So it was pro probably happened in the space of like two weeks. Um, so you think what you think about 15, 20k, something like that? Or 10K. Yeah, no, no, wait, it was it was like between 10 and 15. I can't remember exactly, but mm -hmm. it was it was yeah about those numbers. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I want to tell you is that um. Before that, um, it was more like I didn't know what was my thing. And I think that you shouldn't beat yourself up and no one should beat themselves up for taking the time to find what you really enjoy doing. That means in ASMR or any other thing in life, actually. Yeah. But I was just, I don't know if you've seen, I mean, if I show you all my um, private videos, you can see that... Um, I was trying everything, everything that was out. And then with this social ASMR um, group chat, we were putting out uh, like like collaborations almost every week with different themes that we decided on. So this mm -hmm. theme is this, this theme is that. And we have many, 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 many um, ideas. And it was just a way of everyone trying to find out what they really enjoyed doing. Yeah. For I, in a year, I tried almost I think every type of ASMR that there's out there. Like I did everything. Mm -hmm. I did slime. I, I did Orbeez. I did mouth sounds. I did everything. You're doing Even it all. the kin kinetic sand. Everything. I, I did everything. It was so messy. I'm never doing that again. But <laughs> it was like, so I think it's just, it took me that long to really find out who I was. <laughs> more like, it sounds so deep, but more like no, what nice. I wanted to do with my channel. So I was trying things and being like, no, um, that's not my thing. That's not my thing. That's mm -hmm. not my thing. Um, and that's something that maybe people doesn't know before starting on the ASMR channel, that inside ASMR, there are all this stuff that yeah. you need to decide on, like silly stuff, like your background. Or, you know, until you settle on something that feels like you and not like you're copying something else, because yeah. you're going to start copying people. And that's fine. We all do it. But at the at the end, you're gonna be like, "This is more like me." It's not, yeah. You know? And 
and that's what I did. I was just trying until then, and then in 2020, um, I decided, um, I don't know, I, I changed my focus somehow. I was like, I really got serious with it. Um, it's, it's more, it was more like, it was a side job, and then suddenly it was more like, I want this to be my main job. Mm -hmm. And... And yeah, I saw how the, the Argentinian one went and um, my parents and my whole family is Argentinian. Um, so I, and I lived there for a couple of years, so I can do the accent. Mm -hmm. um, so I started just with words, like if it was British words and American words, you know, like that versus I get kind it. of videos. Yeah. And then. Like chips versus then, fries. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Obviously, chips. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I started doing videos um, in Argentina because I saw myself exploding in Argentina. And for more than a year, no, no more than a year actually, but almost, almost a year, um, Argentina was my main um, country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think. I think your channel really started to shift at, around that time, like like we've been mm -hmm. talking about in terms of like overall views. And I'm I'm guessing obviously you could feel that because you you said that it went from feeling like uh, like a fun project, a passion project, to kind of a bit more serious, right? Um, and then since since that point, when I was looking, you've had multiple uh, six figure videos. You had a Spanish swear words, which is two hundred forty nine thousand views. You had you had this was the funniest one. You had an Argentina football club's video, which has 129,000 views. <laughs> yes, and I'm just, I'm just saying the names of the clubs. They really, they really enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah. And then um, I think you called it tickly, tickly, or oh, the translated, translated it to tickly trigger words. Because at this point, it was like all Spanish titles. Tickly or tingly trigger words. That tingly, was like yeah. that was like 156,000. Obviously, there's so on and so on. I won't name them all. Um, and then I finally got to uh, recover <laughs> recover from tickles. No, recover the tickles from ASMR is what it translated it to. But get, get, get your tingles back. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, which is Carol's biggest ever video. And it comes in at a whopping 1.3 million plus views um and i i watched it and i was i was like i was like this is the whole time like tingling <laughs> i was like i was like there's so many tingles stop it yeah. this is weird <laughs> no. i don't even know you girl stop uh, no no it was so good you were doing this one thing and it was like it was kind of like breathing blowing into the mic but it was different to anything that i'd uh, experienced before and i can't replicate it because it was oh, just come on. no well I, I i mean i don't even have it to memory but i don't even think i could do it there and then but it was so tingly i think any video oh. that makes you go like this is like it's like 10 yeah. out of 10 chef's kiss um <laughs> and, and i would ask you i normally ask when i talk about the creator's biggest video i ask them like why do you think it done so well um but obviously you know i watched it i, I think it's kind of obvious it's just it's really close up um all these different styles of like close-up triggers that you were doing and it's just really really tingly as it says in the title did you did you expect big views before you uploaded that video no <laughs> what did you what type of like how how 
what did you like kind of forecast that video as did you think it was going to be like a 10 out of 10 or just like a mid mid like a 5 out of 10 the stupid 10 videos dashboard in youtube oh, studio yeah so for you for those of you guys that aren't creators life. when we say 10 out of 10 that's not a good thing so basically what yeah. happens is youtube compares your newest video to your previous 10 um so if it's a one out of 10 that means that it's the best video compared to the other 10 and if it's a 10 out of 10 it's the worst just in case there's any confusion uh and there's no there's no worse a feeling than getting a 10 out of 10 i'll tell you that now uh, i don't know i was feeling like a five mm-hmm I thought it was going to do well, but not that well and not that bad. Yeah. I was like, but the thing is that my mom came to visit me. I hadn't seen her in three years. Um, And she came in the moment that we opened a bit uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Um, So she came and she was outside in the garden talking to someone on the phone. And I was like, I'm going to record. And she was like, okay. And then she carried on talking on the phone and I was like... (laughs) This woman really doesn't understand what I do. No, she, does. she doesn't get and it. I was, yeah, and I was like, okay, um, my mom's right. here, so I, I have no time to uh, record videos because um, the guest room is the, the one where I record. Yeah, same. So I was like, I need to record something quick. Um, and to, I think it was for the same day or the next day or something like that. I was like, oh, good. And I didn't know what I was going to record. That's crazy. Press play. So That's crazy. I know because this is something that all ladies want to say, and it's like the videos that do extremely well are always always videos that you didn't prepare at all. You didn't expect, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's literally what happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's the algorithm for you. It just it just does that sometimes. Um, and yeah, like I said in the summary, you do so many, so many styles and genres when it comes to ASMR. And I think you've kind of found more of a niche now. But even then, even like now, you still do lots of different things and you keep it fresh and you keep it exciting. But what are Carol's favorite videos to film? What are your favorite to film? That's the most important thing. My favorite videos to film. Well, I really like my funny um role plays mm-hmm. because um i'm quite crazy yeah and that's like my outlet mm-hmm. <laughs> so people is always like oh my god isn't it weird to talk to a camera by yourself and i'm like no not at all it's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is completely normal for me um so i really enjoy them because i really go i don't know because i i don't like like having a script or anything i like like having an idea and maybe knowing how it's going to end and some snippet and that's it mm-hmm. then i just let myself go um i think that's when it comes to my actress side yeah. i just improvise everything and then when i'm watching the videos and i'm editing it i'm actually laughing myself and it looks so egocentric but it's more like because i didn't process what i was saying while i was doing the video so I was like, but why did I, why did I say this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the funny ones, I really enjoy them. Yeah, no, I, I, funny role plays. I relate to that. I think role plays in general, I just, I think the my favorites to film because you can just, really? you just, I, I love role playing. I, I play a lot of, I'm a, I'm a nerd, if you didn't know. So I play a lot D&D. of D&D, yeah. D&D um, <laughs> which is literally pretty much uh, 90% role play. Um mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I just, 
it's just fun goofing off and being weird uh, so I, I definitely relate to that um yeah. we're gonna come a little bit away from asmr now i want to know who carol is outside of asmr what is what is she doing you know hobbies maybe other work things that you're doing studies and anything like that just what what do you get up to um when when it's when it's not behind the camera well um i try to be okay like one of my main goals um since 2020 is like mental health mm-hmm. so uh i'm really trying to make time for myself as if it was a job yeah um so i don't know i just make time to be with my partner my cats and i'm really enjoying working from home really enjoying it like i don't want to go back to the office ever again no. yeah that was amazing. It, it it really helped my mental health in general to be at home, which I think that is the opposite for everyone else. So, um, but yeah, I love I love um, acting, and uh, I think that the channel gave me like some kind of outlet, and at the same time, the courage to be like, well, you know what, you know that thing that I should have done ten years ago, I think I may do it now. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I'm now looking into. Uh, maybe go and, and study dramatic arts um, yeah in uni at uni so yeah I, um, no, I love that because it's like it just shows you you know what type of person you are and how determined you are to just do what you want and just not let any factors like age or anything like that get in the way i think that speaks mm-hmm. speaks a lot about you and i hope it goes really really well because i can tell you're super passionate thank you thank you so much <laughs> no. also huge porterhead Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen uh, Hello. yeah. Hello, Harry Potter. I hope you didn't watch my uh, Newt's Commander video because I probably, I probably didn't do I it. Haven't. Why haven't I? I'm watching that tonight. <laughs> oh my god, I'm watching that tonight. To be fair, yeah. to be fair, I had one of my celebrity moments for that video, um, and it didn't happen till a couple of oh, I, I, like a good maybe two or three months after the fact. But I had a a notification, and it was that video, and I was like okay this has been out a while like what's happening here mm. and it was asmr planets had commented oh. on it and she just said some nice things and i just fangirled yeah. the rest of the day <laughs> but i think yeah. oh that's amazing yeah i think for smaller creators when like when people i mean it's not like they're just doing it for the attention right they they generally genuinely no. like the video yeah. um and it's i think something like that can just make a smaller creator's day so uh yeah. that, that meant a lot to me so so maybe you will enjoy it but um <laughs> it didn't do the, i think it didn't do the best so i don't know how she came yeah. across it um oh but there God. we go <laughs> oh that's amazing oh that's amazing no so talk, talk to I me think, about but we all we all we all have that moment i think i think mine was i think actually mine was on twitter Mm-hmm. I got into a conversation with like Sophie Michelle, GB, Scottish Murmurs, and oh, wow. Creative Calm. Okay. All at the same the big, time. The big hitters. Because I think I, there was like an ongoing conversation going on, and I asked something, and that came, and then the reply, and then another question, you know, and I was like screenshotting it, like <sighs> they're replying to yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah, we all we all have those those fine moments. Yeah, yeah. You've just gotta you've just gotta play cool, and mm. at the end of the day, like we said right at the start, you know, everyone's just human. Everyone's everyone's yeah. a human being at the end of the day. Yeah, totally. Um, so it, I think you're quite evidently a fully fledged Hufflepuff, right? 
Is that that's right, right? <laughs> a a tuffle patch. How do you say that? Say that again. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Oh my goodness, that didn't sound at all like Hufflepuff. Well, I can do it like a bit more posh, and it's a little Hufflepuff. 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 Leave my northern accent alone. Loving it, loving it. But it was amazing. Um, um, well, I am, I am a Slytherin. Oh, you Slytherin. So you know, yeah. I feel like I you've definitely got some like Hufflepuff tones in there. Do I? I think That's so. An insult. <laughs> It did. Well, it would, an I guess you are a Slytherin then. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, now I'm like, uh, I made this um, role play in the channel in Spanish and English, and I am like a lovely Slytherin, and I'm like, well, we are not awful, you know, like like trying to break um, those um, stereotypes. Of the, yeah, stereotypes of theirs about um, mm -hmm. Slytherin people, like or they are all bad people yeah. and egocentric and stuff. I was like, well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just cunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's what it is. Um, totally. Yeah. Are, are you like, I'm guessing you're a, a big Harry Potter book reader as well. Is it? Is it the books and mm. the films for you? Both? Yeah, yeah. it's totally, uh, it's everything. Um, but books, obviously, over 100%, films. 100% better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not a big book reader, so I've never, I haven't read any of the books. Um, really? So we can only talk about oh the films. Oh my God, what, <laughs> what is What is your favourite uh, Harry Potter film? Maybe it's the same as the books, maybe it's different, but yeah, what, what, which which of the Harry Potter films is your favourite? Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban, I can get behind that. See, my, mm. see I think that's my second favourite um, because, uh, what you call him, um, Sirius is probably my favourite character. I think he's a really cool character and obviously... Uh, spoilers he dies so that's quite... you barely know anything yeah so... about him you know nothing no so that's quite sad <laughs> um but i i think i like the goblet of fire the best um because i'm not like i'm not super obsessed with harry potter like fantasy things in general i love so that's why i just like harry potter but i'm mm. not like i'm not super obsessed with it um but i think that film kind of you could watch that film and just watch it as its own film, like rather than watching it as a Harry Potter film, I think. I think you could just go into that film. It kind of, it plays out like a, a stereotypical action fantasy film. And I think that's why I, yeah, that's what I like about it. I didn't think it. about it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I really like my films in general. Uh, so I can, I can appreciate that. But I think I, I just... Oh, me too. I just love the hmm. Triwizard Tournament and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. I think that's, that's so fun. Um... And that was the first book I read. I was my the first mom, one. My mom didn't know that it was a oh. series. So she saw it. And she was like, oh, fantasy, magic book. My daughter loves them. So she just got it for me. And I started yeah. reading. And I thought this gardener was the main character. And then he dies. <laughs> like two pages later, I was like, what am I reading? <laughs> I read like two more, which I was like eight. And then I carry a watch reading. Uh, sorry, for like two more chapters and i was like okay there's something happening what is here. going on yeah, not, it's not there's something right. i'm not grasping um and then with eight years old i knew i was eating up spoilers yeah so oh, yeah. i went to the beginning and then i saw the seven books and i was like mom what have you done have to, it is an investment man <laughs> i need the rest <laughs> so yeah why did you put your name in the goblet of fire <laughs> oh my you god have... why, why did you put your, your name 
Oh God. Fire. That's so funny. And it's amazing that in the book it says it's a... it says Dumbledore Cumbly. Yeah. And you're like, how di- is that Cumbly? Yeah, the director said, no, screw that. He's gonna he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna, gonna say go um, <laughs> the most the most serene character in the whole of books and then suddenly we break the character. I don't know. Yeah, weird. Um <laughs> okay, if you're if you're a big film fan in general, what are we well, yeah, give me your give me a like top three films of all time. Oof, I can't do that again for anxiety. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I love pulp fiction. Mm-hmm. I love Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I need to watch that. Mm-hmm. And watch it. No, I never. I know it's like a highly rated one, but I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm religious. getting stared down. It's sacrilegious. And I don't know what the third one will be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If it, okay, I did say something like... Not a Spanish film? Not like Pan's no, Labyrinth no, never. or something like that? No, Oh, no, never. Never? No. Um, do you, do you um, like Pan's Labyrinth? Oh yeah, I love oh, okay. Bugs Lovers. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Um, but my problem is that I always been a very English-speaking film. I don't know. Then yeah. I, I watched some French and Spanish ones, obviously, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. But since I was little, I was like eating up English-speaking yeah. films. <laughs> no, and I don't know which one to tell you for the third one. You don't know. You don't... Say, the Sound of Music, probably. The Sound of Music, well... The classic, yeah, I love classic. musicals. Mm-hmm. I love musicals. I don't know, but I love time traveling films. Oh, like okay. any film or TV show that has time traveling, I love it. You're into that, yeah. Oh, well, so you're a Doctor Who fan? I've never watched Doctor Who. Oh, you can't, you can't say you're a big time travel fan and never watch Doctor Who. Oh my goodness! But Dark, for example, I don't know. Yeah, so many. I, I can't think now of films. I'm getting nervous. Uh, <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> I think there's some great foreign language films. I think for the most part, you know, the English um, film world obviously does a really good job. But I think I think you can find some hidden gems. One of my favorite films um, is a film called City of God. um, And it's a Brazilian Portuguese film. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? I know that film. Yeah. It's a beautiful film. It's really sad. uh, But I just I just love how. Uh, the story is portrayed and, and, and what it gets into and it just shows you a different side of life uh, especially if you're, you're from a like a working class uh, family or country or, or like a wealthy country um, if you've never mm-hmm. seen that film and you don't mind reading some titles definitely check out City of God because it's it's incredible um, and it'll change your life um, and then I, really. and then another one is a Korean film which uh, you've probably heard of uh, Parasite which won the Oscar in 20, 2019, was it? Or 2020? 2020. Mm-hmm. Was I think the, it was beginning of 2020, yeah. Yeah, it was the first uh, foreign language film to win the best picture at the Oscars. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and I'm very, I'm very used to reading uh, subtitles because I always loved things in different languages and watch anime and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but perhaps I was really good. My best friend made me watch it and I was like, oh. What is this? What? And then I was like, oh, that was really good. Oh, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> I, the, the, you know, you think you think you understand the plot when you're watching it, and it's like, okay, the plot just goes like a 90-degree direction, and it's like, okay, we're doing this now. And I think I think cinematography-wise, it, it was shot beautifully, the acting, everything. Again, City of God, Parasite, two amazing foreign language films. If you've mm. never seen them, you watch them. Right. Watch them for sure. Um, 
what else was going to say oh he's mentioned anime there like i'm a big anime fan so we can't just we can't mm-hmm. we can't skip that what what is your favorite animes let's talk let's talk let's talk that. um um well i call them the classics the classics they're really the classics but i love cowboy bebop classic classic i i love evangelion that's a classic yeah yeah um i love uh captain harlock it's all from the 80s and 90s uh-huh. um and for when i was little i used to watch non-stop uh sakura Krakapta and wow. sailor moon i was gonna say sailor moon like i think everyone yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i like like literally my, my phone like it's literally luna the oh, cat. Nice. so so yeah that's cute yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you like watch any more modern day animes like i yeah my my best friend got me into it again because i, I like I wasn't watching many, and then she made me watch Attack on Titan, oh. and I liked it. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, though. And then I watched One Punch Man, uh, and I liked it. It was really good. Um, I watch. I mean, I watch films like all of the Studio Ghibli. I watched it, and I mm-hmm. really loved it. Oh, have you seen? I'm tying in the time travel stuff with anime right now, especially films. Have you seen the film? Kimi no Nawa, which is your name. No, I haven't. I've seen. I've seen it. I think it's on Netflix. Isn't oh it? my god! Uh, d- d- just whatever you're gonna do after this, depending on how late you stay up, just watch that okay. film. It's okay. Uh, uh, it's hard to say it's the best because I think Studio Ghibli films like Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke are amazing. Mm. But it mm-hmm. um it really it really makes me think about which my favorite anime film is. Um, and overall, I would put that film in my top ten films of all time. Um, it's a beautiful film. There's a little bit of time travel, a little bit of body swap romance. Um, oh, damn, that's very Ranma. It's incredible. Very old school. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you now, you will cry your eyes out. Um, oh my goodness. It's super no. sad. Yeah. Uh, I think I cried nonstop for the last 45 minutes of that film. And I don't think a film's ever done that to me before. <laughs> okay, I just need to ask you something because I'm that kind of person. Yeah. I am the kind of person that needs to Google and go, go to Google and look for does the dog die.com. Does the dog Are die? There... No. Yeah, do you know that website? No, There's a website called does the dog die.com <laughs> and it's for people that tell you, but then it also has all the triggers like, um, I don't know, like pedophilia or something like that, okay. like something that you wouldn't, that will trigger you and you don't want to watch it. Uh-huh. For me, it's animals dying. No. So Princess Mononaki uh, was crying. So oh, much. that has a lot of animals in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I yeah. you need to tell me, is, is is there someone, is there an animal dying? No. You're safe. Don't, You're safe on that. Just, I'm safe on that. Just okay. have a box of tissues ready. I can cry for ready. humans. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I can cry for humans. No. Okay. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, and watch it in sub. Watch it in sub. Don't. Yeah, oh yeah. Don't, always, always. Don't do always. that sacrificial my thing. Partner, my partner sometimes watches um, Dragon Ball in english and i want to pure oh well see i can i can kind of get away with that because when i was a kid and i didn't know what yeah, anime it was it was it was subbed yeah he, uh, yeah it was in it was dubbed, dubbed. Uh, and it dubbed. was the same with like pokemon and digimon um yeah and it's funny because obviously at the time i didn't digimon. i didn't know they were i didn't know they were um they were anime i just thought they were just different cartoons you know what i mean because obviously we have english cartoons yeah. and american oh. cartoons i just thought it was another cartoon because yeah. it wasn't in a different it, language I had, yeah, I thought the same when I was little, yeah. actually. And it's f- I didn't know that it was like, oh, this is anime. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what I think, because you said about Digimon, and actually, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I have in my head that, that like, my head canon tells me 
the people from Spain that are into anime really like Digimon. But they they always prefer Pokemon. Do they? Yeah, but you say Pokemon, don't you? Um, I say I thought. Yeah, I but thought I, there was I, big am, I mean, I like I like both, mm. but I I prefer Digimon because it was more serious. Like they actually died. Like it yeah. was like dark. Oh, the Digimon the Digimon <laughs> anime is definitely better than the Pokemon anime. I think game the yeah. game the poke yeah I mean. I mean, that's why I'm playing on stream at the minute, Pokemon. Um, I've always been a massive Pokemon fan when it comes to the video games, but I think the Digimon anime was definitely better. Like you say, it's a bit more serious. Mm. Yeah, but the, the game, obviously, it's Pokemon. I will say Pokemon as well. Yeah. Uh, there's some good Digimon like my games. my Game but, Boy yeah. when I was little. Oh, yeah. I feel old. It's taking me back. My Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no um okay so the last part for this is i normally ask do you have any general tips for people starting out or thinking about starting out their own channel what would what would you say are the most important things for those people starting out what tips would you give them um i think i'll refer to what i said back then um that they need to give yourself time to learn this new skill this is a very overwhelming uh, hobby or whatever it is for you. It is very overwhelming. You need to learn editing. You need to learn lightning. You need to uh, learn acting. You need to learn so many things and you're going to mess up so many times. But it's fine. It's fine because you need to think that everyone's been there and I've been there and you've been there and everyone's been there. So it's fine. Just try and give yourself time to try everything if you don't know exactly what you want to do and allow yourself to try new things as well because you never know i don't know i i now mainly my spanish channel do binaural triggers or whatever like a whispering or triggers or always binaural mm -hmm. with the roads because that's what people like and then i do my funny role plays in spanish because they always do well in Spanish and Argentinian, and I go like all between those three things or two things, and and but it took me a really long time. It took me two years and a half. I don't know. It took me a long time, two years, to to get there. So um, I don't think it's something you can rush. People that start growing really fast from the beginning, they're just lucky, or they started when ASMR started or mm -hmm. started getting big around 2016. Yeah. So, um, you know, like you said, in English now, it's really, there's more competition. Mm -hmm. So if you have another language, I will recommend to yeah. go for the other language because <laughs> yeah. there's going to be less competition mm -hmm. and it's going to be easier to people to find you um, because people may buy a final video of yours and then they just, if they didn't click subscribe, they're never going to find you again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, I think that's... I think, I think that's good advice. <laughs> no, I think as we've as we we've, we've went on, I think we've touched on great tips and advice for people. So, um, I think anyone watching that is thinking about it will will be very happy with <laughs> with the <laughs> podcast. Um, and yeah, we're kind of going to move on now to the future. I always say that like that because it's like it's this ominous word. It's like the future. Back to the future. Back to the future. Yeah, shout out that film. That's a classic. Um. Okay, so you've done this for a while, coming up to your three-year anniversary. You already do a lot of styles, a lot of genres of ASMR. Is there things that you definitely want to do 
that you haven't done yet in terms of ASMR? Or are you happy just doing more of the same type of stuff? I think I'm happy. You're just happy? I think I, yeah, I think I'm in that moment where I'm really enjoying that this is what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, the channels go like, the algorithm loves you and then it doesn't and then it loves you and then it doesn't, you know. Um, it's quite difficult to stay up there. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, I'm slowly uh, getting to know all my public ones and... and it's basically finding something that you love to do that other people love to watch at the same time and that connection that thing is so difficult to find mm. so right now i'm like oh my god i found it so i'm like yeah okay i mean i love doing like more role plays and i would love to do maybe more fantasy role plays and stuff um i'll probably carry on doing them for, for fun uh, basically even if they don't do as well as other videos, mm -hmm. um, like cosplays yeah. and stuff like that. Like I always, last year it was amazing what I did for Halloween. Like I'm very proud of myself because <laughs> I, I look back and I'm like, I did all these videos and I'm proud of them. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't believe it because we tend to be so hard on ourselves. You watch a video and then you're like, I never want to watch that video again that I've just did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like it's gonna stay there and never again um but i don't know it's I, I still now like almost a year later i look at them and i'm like i really love those videos so uh, i try to do something new but of that style for like halloween for example yeah no i like it i think the wonderful thing about asmr is you can take it so many different ways you know you can do similar types of content like every every single video is just unique whether it's unique to yourself or unique to this to the space as a whole because by applying your own personality to a classic video like a fishbowl video or something like that you're making that okay yeah we always, yeah <laughs> everyone has to say that because she, she invented it yeah um <laughs> but obviously you know that's like a that's like a video that a lot of people do now but mm. the point i was trying to make was it's like you know, you can still make, obviously, shout her out because I think that's important, but you can obviously still make that video unique and your own by just applying your own personality to it. Um, I think that's that's what the best thing about, about ASMR is. There's, totally. there's so much, you know, there's a lot of repetition, but there's so there's so much space for unique unique opportunities, I think. Um, and, there's, and there's only one of you, so I think that people fall in love yeah. with your personality. Exactly. Um, I know you've done a lot of collabs. I noticed lots and lots and lots of different collabs on your channel. Is there anyone in the ASMR space that you would still love to do a collab with? Do you have like a, obviously you probably don't, but like if you were to create like a shortlist now, I say, okay, Carol, I can write down these names and they will definitely do a collab with you. <laughs> do you have any, do you have anyone that you would love to collab with that you haven't yet? Gentle whispering. Gentle whispering. Obviously. Yeah, we'll shout her out. Uh, Oh my god. Tiger. <laughs> um I don't know. Uh that I would really like to make a uh, a collab with. I don't know, I would prefer I would love to do another collab with uh, Sophie Michelle because I was on um as like an extra for one of her videos. Um probably Chibi. Mm -hmm. Um I haven't made any collab with Shopbread and I love her. And okay. she's such a good woman. She's amazing. 
Um, so probably shop red, like that's nice. Not going for the biggest one. Yeah, just like I think shop red. There's someone that you would like. You think or Jody? I haven't. Well I haven't done one. I haven't done one with Jody. Sorry, you've never done Jody. No. Oh, that no. would be. I was going to, and then I couldn't. That would be so good. I think you two have just got really bubbly personalities. Yeah. I think you'd be amazing. We're meeting. We're meeting this weekend. So oh, really? Oh, that's so yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> I loved. I love Jody's episode. Um, I think we just got on really well. I think that's just testament to who she is because she's just so oh. nice. Yeah, she is. Jolly. Yeah, I'm. I'm down for a Carol X Jody video. So yeah. put that on the timeline whenever you want. Or a, or a, or a Carol X Sammy. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm worthy for that. <laughs> no, not worthy. What was that from? That's that's a meme. Not worthy. Yeah, not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, the next question is, um, is there any future projects that are in the works that you can talk about without giving spoilers, basically anything, anything that's coming up that you can kind of touch on? I know you have the TingleCon stuff, um, and I want to talk about that last. So if you can skip that for now. Don't talk about it. No, we'll get, no I'm saying we're going to talk about it, but just not exactly right now. <laughs> um, well, TingleCon? And then, um, I don't know, um, I'm trying to think, um, like content, you mean? I have no idea right now. Yeah. Um, my, my webcam has no idea as well. <laughs> are you, are you, yeah, you, you keep doing the face touching to me. There we go. Um, <laughs> <We're back. laughs> I'm back in 4K. Good, 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 good. Um, I don't know. I really know, well, don't know what to tell you about that. That's fine. No, sometimes a lot of people don't because it's kind of like people are just more spare of the moment type type of thing or, or they just can't talk yeah. about it because it, uh, yeah. this stuff hasn't got released yet. Um, what about other types of content? Because I know, I know you have your website, right? Um, and mm -hmm. that has um, a lot of extras on there because you have a Patreon, right? Oh, well, yeah, but, but uh, now I'm more like a mm -hmm. um, channels member. So right, yeah I, 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 yeah, I knew it was like something extra, but I couldn't remember if it was like Patreon mm -hmm. or... So you have that. Um, yeah, is there anything, like any other types of content? Do you, do you like, do you stream every now and then? I used to. I used to stream a lot um, from 2019, like all of 2019 probably. Mm -hmm. A little bit on 2020, but not much. Um, but I... It, it, made me very stressed because I didn't have time for everything. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, I try to be good at one thing instead of good at five things because then I kind of put the same kind of right. mindset and everything, time and everything. That makes sense. So I was like, okay, when um, I'm doing this full time, I'll, I'll stream a lot. But for now, I had to like leave it there. Yeah. It's sad because I really enjoy it. Yeah. But it's something that you'd you'd love to explore back in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm Twitch affiliate. So yeah. I wish I could. You want to push the partner. push the partner? Yeah. No, yeah, I th I think you definitely will. Um, I mean, I th I think the audience is there. It's just like you say, it's just finding the time to do it. Would you? Mm. I know you do a lot of stuff on your Instagram stories where it's more personal, it's more in real life stuff. Would you ever do more in real life content like vlogs and stuff like that? Would you ever? Would you ever explore that type of content? I don't know. They, I have people asking me that, like, oh, why don't you make like a blog channel? And like, 
I can't make an ASMR video about that. Like, I don't know. I love traveling. That's one thing that I really love. I love traveling mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, but then I was like, well, I wouldn't do like a travel channel because it will be like ASMR. I'll make something that I love into work. Then I'll have to be like, you know. Yeah. So I was like, no, not a travel live, yeah. channel. No, no. Traveling is for enjoying. And then I flood uh, Instagram with pictures from holidays and stuff but no so i don't know maybe i, I wouldn't know what to do really mm-hmm. for the blogs yeah i think you've got to be a certain type of person as well to do that i think you've just mm-hmm. got to be really out i don't i think you maybe i think you are maybe as well now i'm thinking about it but yeah it's just i don't know <laughs> like 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 extra no I, I could totally do it that's yeah i could totally do that i think that's why i used to have so much fun on twitch because if I was playing video games and stuff, I was just being myself and I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was, that was the fun part of it. But yeah. I just wouldn't know what to do. Like, what am I showing? I don't know. Yeah, really no, that's, that's fair <laughs> enough. Um, and then uh, the other thing is, I normally ask people like, what, you know, what are the, it's quite a, quite a big question, but what, like, what are the ultimate goals of the channel for you? Um, and then it's like, obviously you're still, you're still working, right? Um, mm-hmm. so would you love to be a full-time creator, just putting everything you've got into the channel and just making it bigger with that, with, you know, if someone offered you that and you could do that for the rest of your life, like a full-time ASMR creator, would you, would, would you be happy with that? I know that's quite a big thing to think about, but yeah. What do you think about that? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. I mean, I would love to do that, but I, it's not my ultimate. No, thing your passion is drama as well. Yeah. So I would prefer if someone says, "Oh, a famous YouTuber that can do this their whole life or an actress," and I yeah. chose being an actress right. and being able. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's growing. Uh, sometimes faster, sometimes slower. Uh, but I think it does the same for everyone. And. Most of that is just like, so I'm trying to take like the whole uh, weight of it's my full thing for mm-hmm. me and just enjoy it just, and make good content. Yeah. Because um, I think you're at that point when I look at your channel um, and then when I look at where other people have transitioned from part-time to full-time, it looks to me like you are very close to that decision or that Oh, transition. I should have already. Yeah. It's It's... Well, first is because um, I'm about to buy a house, so I cannot leave my my job because you know for the mortgage. Things. Yeah, oh, that's true. Um, I need to have. Um, you cannot be a self-employed. You need to be more than two years self-employed to be able to do that. I'm sorry for boring with boring for boring you. For, no, that. no, no. But um, and then it's more because my my public is Spanish. That's the whole problem. Um, like I know someone that had 15k and was making the same in english an english uh, channel mm-hmm. and this person is making the same money that i am making now oh wow and it's like <laughs> but yeah it's because um the cpm yeah um, I, I could how... i figured yeah so argentina has one of the lowest 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 cpm yeah, because it's then, like it, it matters where then people are watching rather than where you are. Shit, yeah. 
Yeah, it's awful. I should be already uh, full time, but I'm not because I'm out. So hopefully, hopefully next year. Yeah, <laughs> I'll no, be able. Fingers crossed. But like you say, um, I guess still having that uh, actual, I call it an actual job. Still having that actual job gives you, you know, that that's that safety blanket, that solidarity, mm. um, and then obviously yeah. that helps you mentally because you're not stressing as much. So. Yeah, um, I, think I mean, you... I'm working. I'm working less hours. I'm not working. No, for forty hours a week, um, it's almost almost part time. Almost part time. Uh, almost. Mm-hmm. It's not, but almost. And you're nearly getting um, there. Yeah, there. So, so I have a bit more time. It's not like forty hours a week. Yeah. But yeah, it helps me to have that there, and you know, I can still, I don't know be okay and leave how i like to leave uh, without stressing and yeah everything that i think said. i think you'll know you'll know yourself when that perfect time mm. is um yeah and yeah the, the final thing is i normally ask well sometimes um we, <laughs> would you ever think about creating something that's bigger than yourself and the answer to that is kind of yes because you are already you're already doing that i think with your tinklecon thing um, and it's funny, oh, yeah. it's funny because yeah. you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> Didn't think about it. I only came across TingleCon yesterday. I can't believe it. Um, I didn't know who was behind it. I seen it on Twitter. I was like, what is this? Um, and I was like, wow, okay. So I, I followed. And then I don't know if, I don't know if I seen something today from you or, yeah, I did. Because you shared, oh, it. You yeah. shared an Instagram story as well about TingleCon today. Oh, yeah. So that's how I knew. Well, and then I thought, and then obviously you came on the podcast today and I was like, okay, Carol is the one behind this. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we are, we, we are definitely on track to break the record for longest podcast, but if we can, we'll, I want to, I want to, no, no, it's good. I want to, I definitely want to talk about TingleCon because I love, I love it. It's like a passion project, obviously that you've got, um, it's like me with my podcasts, you know, it's something I really wanted to do and it's something to just add extra to the, to the ASMR space. Um, so yeah, like how did that come about? What was the, what was the driving force behind that? Well, it wasn't my idea Oh no. <laughs> to start with. Um, but I am probably like the owner, let's call it, because it's not, but let's call it mm-hmm. now because, um, Shadow, Shadowy Whispers, he's, uh, uh, an to us audio only. He was like, oh, Carol, that this was early 2019. And he was like, Carl, would you like to be part of uh, a project that I want to do? It's about like an online convention and it's going to run for three days on a weekend that we choose. And then we're going to get like live panels and people talking and discussing different things related to ASMR, like mental health yeah. or social um, stuff. Um, and then we have exclusive videos and workshops. So we teach another ASMR artist how to do something. Um and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I came along and I I ended up, uh, because he was working on, on the rest of the people, we didn't have a good team back then. Um, and he couldn't take do much because he was working a lot. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing like everything by myself. And then I, I remember that's when I, bring, I brought a fan come into it. I was like, dude, I need to do this alone by myself. And I'm stressing a lot. <laughs> so me. I brought him along and he was really good and he helped me a lot. And he's basically the one that does all the tech stuff um, in Tingacon. 
and then and we had like three tweeters that's why our twitter has so many so little followers is because oh, i see um, that you got twitter hate yeah yeah twitter hates us and every time we open an account it, i don't know it bans it and, that's okay. weird does it and they yeah. don't even give a reason no nothing it was it was something silly i can't remember i don't know if it was like sexual or like violating some something and then i appealed it and then i never heard back from it wow like, that really sucks but what have we done and then they unban it but people will follow us and then they will get they will unfollow us but it was twitter doing it mm-hmm. it was really weird um so that's what it is it's like a an, it's an asmr only convention that runs for three days for a weekend and we have big ASM artists, we have medium ASM artists and small ASM artists and it's a really good outlay if you're small to get there and shop yourself and we do it on Twitch as if it was like a like a TV, like a program. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then we have Nathan ASMR that does now the interviews. He started last year and he's doing it so well. He's amazing. Um, and then we have, I don't know, many different... Um, type of ASM artist, so it's really interesting. Um, um, everyone comes, like last year we had Freebie coming into it, um, and Karuna, and I don't know, we were doing, uh, we had Stephen Keaton in a panel for mental health the first year, and like, I don't know, there's like a good mix, like yeah. it's not like, oh, you're big, and that's small, you know, it's no, more I like think... uh, everyone together. Yeah. Um... I think I think in general the idea is amazing, um, and I think every I think the way you're going about it, like you say, you're integrating small and big and medium. I think it's mm. I think it's it's really good, and I, I'm 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 kind of mad at myself from not discovering it early. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we had a problem know. with PR, like uh, because how 2020 or 2021 has been crazy for us. We didn't have that much time to promote it before. So it was like, oh, now so many people is going to come across us. It happens every year. Just about it starts or when it starts. And it's like, well, we have everything done now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully we may be able to make more PR this year for the next edition. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds like a, <clears throat> a really good um, a thing that you've created. Um, and I, I love the idea. And I, I, yeah, I hope it does well. I, and I think it will do well because... I think you've got some Thank good you. people behind it. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'll definitely tune it's in. Fun. Definitely yeah, tune yeah. in. Um, it's really, really fun. But yeah, I think that is where we're going to end today's <laughs> podcast episode. Carol's, che- Carol's cheering because she gets to go now. <laughs> I'm, I know it's because I'm hungry and my, my tummy is crumbling. And I thought that I can hear you're it. probably, yeah, you, you're hearing it probably. So I was like... So that's why I'm drinking water. So maybe make less noise. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Sorry. No, I I definitely want to take this time to to thank you so much for coming on and talking and just taking the time out of your day and night just to to talk to me. Um, I know I'm not the biggest channel, um, but I I really do appreciate it and everything that we've talked about, all your insight, all your knowledge, who you are. Uh, it's it's been amazing, and thank you, you. you are amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much not you <laughs> you are <laughs> my webcam it's, it's, oh my it's doing it again 
Oh, just hates you. It does. I don't know what it is. Um, no, but yeah, thank you so much. And thank you guys as well. If you're still watching at this point, I really appreciate appreciate you. Um, and I and I do hope you've enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, if you did like this type of thing, um, I film these and upload them every single week with a different creator. Um, so if you're interested, make sure you like the video, uh, comment down below what you thought. Uh, if you have any feedback for me as a host on how to get better, if you have any questions for Carol as well, please fire them down below. I can't guarantee that she'll answer them, but, um, just do that anyway. And, Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe if you're not subscribed already. Cause like I say, these come out every single week and I do upload uh, new ASMR videos every week as well. So you'll catch them and yeah, click that bell icon and select all to get a notification when these go live and when the ASMR videos go live. <laughs> so basically you don't miss out. Um, and I'm a bad host and I've actually forgot to promote Carol first before I did that. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I feel well like being like the hostess. Like, <laughs> so, please click here. Yeah, if you are watching today and um, you weren't familiar with Carol before, please check out the uh, pinned comment in the comment section and the video description. It'll have the links to uh, both her Spanish and English speaking channels and all her social media pages will be in there. And if I remember and if I'm good, I'll also put a link to uh, the TingleCon Twitter and stuff so you can check that out as well. Thank but, you. Um, with that being said, this has been the Wiretap Whisper podcast, episode 13. Carol has been amazing. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.